Hello and welcome to the Love and Movies podcast. I am Eric. And I'm Monica. So last time we were talking about a little bit about the mold house and then school and things like that. So about this time we went to the doctor some. We realized that the mold house was killing us. Um, we both got diagnosed with, um, I guess, mold poisoning in a way. Like it was stuff that was going on with our immune system that was because of the mold. Um, Basically having bad reactions. Yeah. It, like, I forget what it was. It well, was like adrenal fatigue was, yeah, and all that and kind of the stuff. The immune system was down and we weren't fighting off colds and infections like we should be. So we got sick a lot more often. Yeah, We're I was sick longer. I was getting pneumonia all the time. I um, had pneumonia. We we got bronchitis a lot. Flynn got Flynn pneumonia. Flynn got strep a lot. Mm -hmm. So which led to the other stuff. Yeah. So, um, so we decided we needed to get the heck out of that house. Like yeah, ASAP. I mean, we had been paying off bills, and mm -hmm. it was our goal. We were never going to stay somewhere that we didn't own. We wanted to own a home, but we weren't going to stay there forever. And we had been paying off bills and doing that stuff. But we also weren't in a hurry to get out of there right. because we were trying to pay off bills and things like that. And the rent wasn't super expensive there. But now so. there was this urgency to get out. Yeah. And we started looking. We wanted, we figured, let's not move Flynn's school again. Mm -hmm. Let's look in the town that we're in. And we liked the town we were in. We had friends. Yep. We we knew the town. You could kind of walk everywhere. Yeah. It was very small. It, it's, it's a two stoplight town. And one of the stoplights is way outside of town. Yeah. <laughs> There's only of. one in the town proper. Right. Yeah. So one stoplight town, really. Um, but so we started looking at houses there um, and, you know, we had a price range and we would go to houses that were within that price range and they were all disgusting. Well, yes and no. There weren't a lot. In our price right. range, there were some that were slightly below, and there were some that were way above, like mansion prices. Right. And the ones that were slightly below were all older houses, like 1800s, early mm -hmm. 1900s. Smelled like mold. 1950s. Or cigarettes. They were older. They were wet. Mm -hmm. Because almost every house here has basement. basements. And all those older houses have like stone, ba like rocks, actually, like you can see this, the rocks in the basement. And you can see the, the water, the moisture mm -hmm. coming through. So we didn't want to move from one mold house to another. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like a lot of the houses that were in our price range or lower were going to be either. Yeah. Like the houses that were like $200,000, let's say around $200,000, they were all ancient old houses needed a lot of work tons of work we would have to redo all of the floors pull up carpet all that kind of stuff and then the houses that were actually nice were like four hundred and fifty thousand or more mm -hmm. and we just couldn't do that yeah, just we couldn't swing that way out of our <laughs> price range <clears throat> so, so yeah we eventually kind of came to the conclusion that we weren't going to be able to stay in the town that we were in if we were going to buy a house if we were going to get out of the mold house there was no way that we could do it buying a house there. And even we looked at other rental properties there too, because we were like, we just got to rent somewhere. And even the rentals in the couple of years that we'd been living in the other place were so expensive. They that were we like a mortgage payment. It. Some of them were higher than a mortgage payment. Yeah. 16, $1,700 a month for a for two bedroom, condo. two bath condo. Like what? Yeah. 
and just could not, couldn't swing it. So we went south of us. How long did we look? I think we looked for almost a year there, didn't we? I mean, we were kind of, we were already sort of looking before the mold stuff came up. We were just getting ideas Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And so, so, yeah, exactly. So, but really, I think when we started looking in town, it was about three or four months that we looked there before we gave up because there was just nothing. And and we talked to our realtor too. And he was like, yeah, there's nothing. He's Mm -hmm. like, this is just the way it is. And anything that would come up, like we would occasionally spot one that we were like, yes. And we'd we'd go and we'd call and be like, we want to go look at it. And they'd be like, sorry, it's sold already. Yeah. They'd they'd sell within a day. Yeah. It was crazy. Literally. So yeah. So we decided to expand the search parameters. Yeah. Went to the next town over about 10 minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. About 10 or 15 minutes South. And there were a lot more choices. Like a lot. In our in our price range. There were still a lot of the houses. We, we went to see a few, and there were some that were a little dodgy still. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Older, like 1970s, <clears throat> 1980s. Yeah. And, and and even, yeah. And even some of them were like in the 60s and stuff like that. There were some that were very like art Retro deco, kinda. 60s decor. And we were some like, Some of them wow. were actually kind of cool. Yeah, they were. <laughs> if, you, yeah. if we had the money to kind of fix them up. But and it's like a lot of them. Clean them up. We, we put a, offers in on a couple of them that we mm-hmm. didn't get. Um, one of them we were really excited about. It was in a really great neighborhood. Had a great backyard and really cool setup to the house. There was, you know, work that needed to be done. It was a 70s home. There was, you know, some updating that needed to be done. But it was enough room for us. I remember Flynn thought it was so cool because they had a laundry chute. You could like open up in the bathroom and it would drop down to the basement by yep. where the laundry was. And he just, he was like, I want this house because it has a laundry chute. That's all he cared about was like, ooh, a laundry chute. Um, all I could think about was like Home Alone vibes, you know, where he right. shot the little men off of the Off the edge of thing, the thing. Yep. And then they went down to the basement. Exactly. Yeah. It, so we put in an offer. We were, we, we were getting discouraged because we would put in an offer and we're like, okay, we're going to do this. And like, we honestly, we were putting in offers that were above the price of the home. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we're a little bit out of our price range. Yeah, Like we would have been struggling, but we were just so desperate at that point because we had to get out of here, um, out of there. And, um, but we kept getting denied, you know, right. somebody else would swoop in and offer $15,000 more than we were offering and we'd just lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, uh, did we find this, the place or? Yeah, I don't even remember how we stumbled upon the place we're in now, but I just remember we were at your parents' house one day right. and I just drove by here for some reason. Oh, okay. Like I don't, I don't remember if it's because I saw a listing or somebody told us about it. I don't, I have no idea, but I drove by by myself right. and I saw it and the neighborhood was really cute and it was only like a mile from your parents. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, this could work. This could actually work. And it was, you know. and it, and it was like, this house does not look like it was built in the sixties or seventies or even the eighties. Mm-hmm. It looked like a more updated house. So we were like, right. let's see if we can take a look at it. Mm-hmm. So we contacted our realtor and he checked it out for us, found out it was the whole community was built around the eighties and nineties or nineties. It was nineties. Cause this because house it was, was only 20 years old. Yeah. This house was built in 1998, I think. Yeah. Because we, when yeah. we were looking, it was 2018, and it was exactly 20, 20 years, years old. old. So yep. we were, and and still, 20 year old house is a little bit older in the scheme of things, I guess. But in that, when we were looking at houses that were a hundred or two hundred years old, mm-hmm. it kind of made it like, okay, hey, this is a little bit more recent. So we we looked at it and we thought it 
was kind of perfect for what we needed, the right, right size and a big backyard and um, in a cute little neighborhood, like a little trick-or-treat neighborhood. Yeah, the night, like sidewalks everywhere, mm-hmm. um, street lights everywhere. So it's, you know, it's lit up really good. And Still I remember, within city limits, yep. so taxes were better. And water prices were better. That We pay one-third for water here, what Probably we did in the other town. One-third. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but one of the things we noticed when we were here that just struck me that um, was we were looking around the house and everything was covered in like fine black dust. Mm-hmm. Like we could see where he'd removed some pictures already because he was getting ready to move out, obviously. Um, and there was there were like outlines of outlines the pictures of the, on the pictures. Wall. And our realtor was like, "Oh, he probably burns a lot of candles or something like mm-hmm. that." And it's the smoke on the walls. And I'm like, "Oh, that doesn't look right." So we had the inspector come in mm-hmm. and look through. And the inspector was like, you guys are right. And he looked at the furnace and the furnace had like a cracked coil or something. And it was just pouring soot into the house. So we, you know, we were at that point, we had, you know, put an offer in on the house and it had been accepted. So we were like, this and is. And I think we even offered like 5,000 more than what they were asking. Right. Because we wanted to try to. Right. And to we ended it. up being able to come in right and at the price. And we came into this one with like a defeatist attitude. We're like, Ugh, there's no way there's we're going to There's no way we're going to get this. House. Someone's going to swoop in. And we, we gave, um, I remember we gave, oh, let me finish the other thing. So anyway, the, <laughs> the inspector looked through and he found that cracked coil and talked to the other realtor, the seller's realtor. And we ended up getting the, you know, when we're in a place that has winter, uh, we were able to get the furnace completely replaced with a brand new furnace before we moved in, mm-hmm. which was just, to me, was awesome. So we moved into this house when we don't have to worry about the furnace. Like this furnace has a 10-year warranty, 15-year, whatever it is. And it's like knocked off like part of the cost of the thing. Didn't we end up paying less than? We ended up paying less than what we offered, $5,000 less than what yeah. we offered. So Yeah, it ended up, you know, was like... We were just, it was meant to be. And yeah. one of the things that we did was, cause we were like, we really want this place. We went through all of our pictures and we picked out a bunch of our, like, this is our cute little family, like pictures <laughs> together. And we put like a bunch of pictures on one page, like a little collage and sent it to the other realtor. So we could like, I don't know, butter them up. Like, yeah. look at this cute family we're you like, could hey, get to move into your we're house. We're this awesome little family and we really want this house. Right. And I remember the other realtor when we went to the closing, she's like, Usually people send me one picture. She's like, you guys sent me a lot of pictures. <laughs> and I felt so stupid because I was like, oops, like we don't know. We but just, she also you know. said that we were like super cute and like right. people in the office were all looking at it and stuff. Like it was the the talk of their office. Or right. <laughs> so, so that's good. I'm glad, you know, and it, I think that maybe it helped us, you know, I don't know, this, the seller maybe felt like. The house kind of needed a family. Maybe. Right. But he wanted a family to get it instead of, you know, some random single person who'd come yeah. in and trash this place that was his home before. So anyway, you know, we were, we got the offer accepted and it happened really fast. Like really after fast. we found it, it, it ended up happening extremely fast. So, I mean, the good thing is that when we talked to the landlords from our mold house apartment, we were really worried about how they would take it. 
But when we explained to them what was going on with the health problems and the mold and everything, and they had seen the mold before, because I think we We'd talked about... It. Yeah, we told them about it and he tried to clean it. Yeah, we but talked like, about before, like when we told them and, and they didn't yeah, even going show down any and, remorse or yeah, anything. Yeah, going down and scrubbing the basement with some bleach or whatever is not going to stop the mold forever. So it, you know... But when we told them that we were having medical issues and we have our doctors, you know, that they could tell them if they needed to or whatever... Right, we had actually a note from our doctor that we gave them yeah and and they were like oh no your health is the most important thing and and i don't know if they were like worried that i we think were they were worried we were gonna sue them yeah but they were like oh no no you guys just do what you need to do don't worry about um you know like anything you'll get your deposit back and this and that yeah they were bending over backwards they for were us. like all of a sudden super sweet and like ready to yeah oh yeah you can go no problem we were worried about you know, them saying we were our breaking our, our lease or whatever, yeah. but we really, the lease that we had was not very ironclad anyway. Not so exactly, I don't think, I don't think it would have been a big deal. Um, but it was just, it was one of those things that was kind of like a relief mm -hmm. that we weren't, we weren't going to have to worry about a big to do with that. Right. Yeah. So, and got our, like, and we got our deposit <sighs> back, which was super nice. That so, was helpful. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, so the, the big thing that we were debating then after that was, mm -hmm. So we had our house. Yeah, we had a house. Yes. You know, we're homeowners again. We did it, you know, adulting finally. Um, but one of the things that we were contemplating so hard when we were like talking about moving to another town or staying in the town we were in was what do we do about Flynn's school? He'd already. He'd, had, he'd already been to two schools two in schools, two years. Yeah. So we were and like, we really liked the school he was in. Yeah, we really he had did. lots of friends. The teachers were great. Everything about it was great. We had friends there. And it kind of became a, a decision of do we drive 15 minutes each way for the next 12 years of school right. or do we move him into the new community? Yeah, and, and we contemplated on this for a long time. We were really going back, back and, and forth, forth on it because, forth. you know, I mean, I, I'm up early in the morning and at work and I would not be able to take him to school ever. Mm -hmm unless I had the day off. So it would have all fallen on you mm -hmm. to take him there every day. So you would have been having to get up early, go there, drop him off for the before school program some days because you would have had to get back down to work. Mm -hmm. And we were just going back and forth on it. We finally decided he's in kindergarten. You know, it, it's really quote unquote, the first year of actual school, not right. like preschool 4k, 3k. So we thought this is the time. So if we're going to move him again, we move him this last time and then we stay and hopefully put. Hopefully that's it for yeah. a long time. Just the stay rest put of his and, school year right. career. Yeah. And keep him, you know, there. So we just decided to pull the trigger and, and moved him to the new school. And mm -hmm. he's, He's a great kid. He, he, he adapts. He rolls with the punches for sure. He adapts. I think he misses, he still misses some of his friends, but we're, we're still friends with all the parents there. So he still gets to see them all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he never gets to see him anymore, but it, you know, he made new friends at the new school very quickly. He's, he's always been pretty good at talking to strangers, I mean, like not strangers, but right. meeting new kids <laughs> no at stranger school. Danger. Meeting new kids at school. Like I never was that kid. I right. still am not that kid. Yeah. Like no, I have trouble well, that's the thing. <laughs> meeting We're, new people now. Well, here we are. Like he's now in second grade. Mm -hmm. He's um, been at this school. This is his third year now at this school and he has friends. Eric and I don't. But we don't. Yeah. We have, we've met some of the parents through little league or scouts or whatever that we, he's been doing, but we don't call each other up and say, yeah, Hey, let's go hang out. We're not hanging out with these people and we're not 
getting to know anybody. Right. I mean, I guess there's there's one or two from Taekwondo that we've met up with and stuff like that outside of that once or, twice. once or twice yeah but still but you not know. like the friends we had from the right. other town yeah so but it's very rare so yeah we're we're such introverts that it's yeah. so hard for us to make friends as adults nobody ever explains to you how hard that is making yeah. friends as as an adult mm-hmm. so much easier when you're younger and i don't know what it is about this day and age we live in but i just i don't know i don't trust anybody <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, it's, you know. Like, how do you know the person you're trying to get friendly with is a good person? Yeah, you don't. How do you know? You don't, you know. I suppose it, we didn't know that when we well, were kids Well, that's what getting, getting to know people is about, I guess. We're mm-hmm. just terrible at we're, it. We're bad but, at it. But regardless, Socially we're here inept. in this new town. He's doing great in school. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing remote school this year, but, you know. This town has a lot more to offer than a the other more. one. It's way bigger, so we can't walk across it, you know, but we can have more options to eat. We have more options for grocery stores. Yep. We have I, 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 I mean there's there's Walmart, Meyer, um, you know, the regular grocery stores. Aldi. There's an Aldi. There's like all that stuff is like right around save. here. Yeah. Like all right around here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, within a target with, 20 minutes down the road, right, we're, we're two minutes drive from most of anything that we would need right? where we are. But we're also, it's not like we're, you know, backed up to a gas station or something like that. We're far enough away from the town that it's, I, we, I feel like we're in this, uh, this nice secluded suburban neighborhood mm-hmm. that feels safe and apart from the quote unquote city. city mm-hmm. But we're still close enough that we can just drive around the corner and we're there. Right. You know, it's it's a... So it's convenient. And I think it was a good move for us. I think so. And now we've just got to spend some time and money and ener- energy working on the house, fixing yeah. it up I a mean, little bit. I mean, it's mostly good, but there's a few things that we want to change and a few things we want to update. And, you know... Your mom had said something to me one time about, hey, we've been in our house for 13 years and we're still working on it. And I'm like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I want it all done yesterday. Yeah, right. Yeah, we don't have this time. But yeah, so we're we're happy here now. We're in a house. We're comfortable. You know, Flynn's got Flynn's his happy. own room. There's an extra room that we have for guests. And Our we have, health is on the mend. We have two bathrooms. We only had one in <laughs> the last bathrooms. place. So that's a Woo-hoo. huge thing. I've got a separate area for my office since I work from home. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that's all great. So nice I think we're... yard. And- yeah. I think we're in good shape. Yeah. So you want to talk about a movie? Let's talk about a movie. Let's talk about a movie. We'll be right back. All right. Oh, hey. <laughs> Let's start that music again. No, we won't. Um, we love it so much. Yes, we love it so much. We'll play it twice. Um, no, so the movie we're going to talk about, and we'll actually probably end up talking about two, but mm-hmm. um, Romancing the Stone, and then, you know, by extension, Jewel of the Nile. So... This was, I, when I was a kid, when I was growing up in town, there was a video store and I always loved going into that video store. And I always, you know, I, I was probably 11 or 12 the first time I asked them and told them that I wanted to work there. They were friends of my parents. (laughs) Like I told them, Hey, I want to work here. Um, and I ended up working there eventually when I was, I think 14 or 15, I finally got a job there and I had the job all the way through high school. And then went to college and then came back. And when I came back from college, that's where you were working that's and you had my I old job. job. So, so yeah. And then they put me on the same hours and that's how we met. And mm-hmm. you know, the rest, the rest is, is history. The rest is history. <laughs> but so that video store was, you know, I remember 
you know, God, I'm dating myself. They're VHS, VHS boxes. VHS tapes. Yeah, VHS boxes of, you know, romancing the stone with him, with, you know, Michael Douglas, like swinging on the vine. And you she's know, on his back. Right, with and... Jewel of the Nile all written, or, or, or I'm sorry, romancing, romancing the, stone. the stone with like the jewel, like the stone, like sh- gleaming on the front cover and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I can still picture the whole thing in my head, you know, mm-hmm. seeing it on the counter. And I remember it, which is so weird, but I remember renting this as a kid. Like, I don't think I was double digit age when oh, I watched God. that movie and then watching it back now I'm like man this was a different time very much so well this movie was made in 1984 and it starred Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner um, Danny DeVito was in there for like I guess the comic relief or sure whatever. yep but it was yeah it's I love watching old movies and TV shows back because you can see how much has changed for like electronics, like sure. oh look at that stupid little flip phone or you know like and they didn't even have those in no, this one, but, but yeah. like in in this movie, the thing that was so dated to me was like the the behaviors and the language. Sure, Danny DeVito. Okay, in both Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile, Danny DeVito used some crude language oh, flat out racist um to describe the people of wherever they were right south and america we can't even or say it like yeah, we can't even say i'm it not yeah i'm not saying it because it's just so like my jaw dropped when he said those right. things and i was like <gasps> and the funny thing is i'm pretty sure that as a kid growing up i never even noticed we never would have thought twice about it i never even noticed that and that's so weird a, that it was we such a kids, part of the culture that wasn't like we probably didn't know to be offended or or, or it not. probably went right over our heads but also yeah. times are different yeah you know th- people i don't know if it was like people back then weren't as sensitive or people back then didn't complain about it like they do today. Oh no, I think that people were just, I think people were complaining. It was just not- We didn't know about it. Right, it it wasn't us and our little white privileged, you know, cocoons (laughs) that we were in. We never heard about it, you know? But it's, the world is much more, I'm heavy air quoting here, much more woke now. (laughs) So, you know, they, they, um, I sound like such a geezer. But they, you know, like we notice it we'll now. We'll listen to this in 20 years and be like, whoa, you sound so stupid. Yeah, well, I already do sound stupid. You don't have to wait 20 years for that. <laughs> but no, it was, I mean, the movies, the movies were good, but they would never be they made the cute, way they are. But they were. They would never be made today the way they were then. No. It was, they was just so, no. so racist, but. Um, and sexist. I'm very sexist too. Oh my yeah. God, so sexist. And, you know, they're. But like, I just, I think back on this as, as a kid watching these movies, like one of the first things they do is like, you know, um, Ka- Kathleen, mm-hmm. Kathleen Turner's character, you know, stumbles, you know, she's going down to rescue her sister or whatever. She, she stumbles upon Michael Douglas. He reluctantly ends up helping her. Um, and they end up in like this plane, right? In the jungle. In the jungle. It's a and crashed it's, plane. Right. And it's filled with pot, like just <laughs> bricks of pot. And like. He's like, I'm going to throw another kilo on the fire. And he's like sucking in the smoke and everything. And like, I was like eight (laughs) when I watched this. And I'm like, how did my parents think that this was okay? Well, I remember when I was a little kid, my father, my mom was visiting her mom in Greece. Mm -hmm. So dad took me and Maria to a movie theater movie. Mm Mm-hmm. It was an Al Pacino movie. Oh, jeez. You went and saw Scarface when you I don't, were a kid. I don't, I don't think it was like, it was Scarface or it was like Serpico or I, I don't know. Was, yeah, one of those it movies. It was one yeah. of those movies, but there was obviously like language. 
drug use, guns, sex, like all that stuff. Yeah. And Basically, I was, what it came down to was your dad really wanted to see dad the movie to see and it. he didn't have a babysitter. Yeah. So he was like, forget it. I'm just taking the yeah. kids. <laughs> and I just remember sitting there in the theater, like feeling very small in my chair and looking at this thing and kind of looking at dad and thinking, what is this? What, uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what am I, what am I watching right now? <laughs> right. I'm, I feel so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> you know? But yeah. So anyway, so I mean, so yeah, parents, I think didn't really didn't, it police was, things. You know, even then, when you go like back and watch now. things, you know, the other movies from back then, the Goonies and the Explorers well, and yeah, all this kind of stuff, there's more like language the and PG stuff in it now. Or the PG 13 yeah. movies back then. And, and they, they said like the S word and they said, you know, like, yeah, there was a lot more language and a lot flat out racism. I mean, let's, you know, yeah. like in this one, but anyway, so the movie is, it's an adventure story. She's a romance novelist. Joan Wilder. Joan Wilder. Joan Wilder. <laughs> Joan she, Wilder. She's, she's a romance novelist, but she's never had any real romance in her own life. She, she writes about it, but she doesn't. Well, she doesn't want to find a man in real life because no one would live up to her character of, um, what was it? Like, his name was Jack, but I don't remember what I don't remember her character's either, name yeah. was. But she, she was like in love with her character, right. I think. Yeah. And no one in real life was ever going to live up to that. Right. And that was another thing that I noticed too about this. We're rambling now, but still they, (laughs) there was this, I remember as a kid, there was a, a opening shots in the, in the movie where like you're watching her story as she's writing it, but you don't know that the movie starts and it's like an old West thing. And it's like introducing you to the character and the character, like her hero Back in the 80s and 90s, when I watched this as a kid, the resolution was so low because it was on VHS Mm -hmm. and it was on a CRT, like a tube television that I watched it on, like a little 13-inch TV or whatever. His face was always in shadow, the character. So you never saw his face, but his build was very much the same as Michael Douglas. Right. So as a kid, growing up, I always thought Michael Douglas played that character too. Mm Mm-hmm. And that he was just that guy and he ends up being her perfect man, but she didn't know it. She was imagining him, but whatever. And when we watched it this time on Vudu or whatever, it was like upgraded, high, higher definition, DVD quality, whatever. The sh- there was no shadow there. Like you could, like he was kind in shadow, but you could still see his face. It definitely wasn't Michael Douglas. So no. it kind of like blew my whole childhood thing out of the water. My, my whole theory has gone, but, but <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you know, she, she goes down to rescue her sister or whatever. And, um, in South America and kind of like stumbles into her own yeah. romance novel, but it's not as cut and dry as her, right. you know, the, the character, the, the characters fight dirty. There's more like, mm-hmm. it's more real, but it's still kind of in the vein of that romance novel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're in another country. There's, and he's not like larger than like chivalrous, like, oh God, wonderful no. man. He's like chopping off her heels and With his like machete, throwing yeah. away her suitcase and, yeah. you know, talking he's down jerk, to her. He's basically what it is. Yeah. You know, but, and she still manages to fall in love with the guy. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> You know, going through a a traumatic experience together like right. that, I suppose, would do it. Yeah, and I mean, that was kind of the interesting thing, too, going in to talk about the other one, and then we'll wrap up here real quick. But they kind of leave off at the end of the the first one, and they, you know, his dream is to buy a boat or whatever and sail around the world. So at the end of the first movie, they have the boat. They're going to sail around the world. And then it comes in to start the next movie, and it's like, it, it's all not a romance novel still. 
Yeah. You know, like they're fighting. They've, Even though they have the boat, they have the money, they're right. safe, they're happy. Things aren't perfect. Right. She's trying to write her next novel, but she can't write the ending because like she's just not feeling it or whatever. And, and she's sick of traveling and he she wants, wants to, to go keep back to New traveling. York. She yeah. wants to go home. He wants to go to the next party. It's mm-hmm. like one party to the next party to the next mm-hmm. party for him. So they kind of fall apart. And then through the course of the second movie, they have another romance novel adventure right. where they're, you know, defeating bad guys and where they're like, I love you. I hate you. I love you. Right, I hate you. Exactly. I love you, I you know, they're, you. <laughs> they're back and forth and back and forth. And Danny DeVito's still there for some reason because he's still funny and they still want him in the movie. So they mm-hmm. carried him along and, uh, you know, they have this other adventure. And one of my favorite things about that one was the jewel of the Nile. You know, the first one romancing the stone, the stone was an actual stone. Mm-hmm. And then in the second one, the big thing is, you know, no, here's the spoiler alert. Stop. If you haven't seen the movie, it came out 30 <laughs> years ago, but, um, the jewel of the Nile is a guy. Yeah. It's like, he's a religious leader mm-hmm. and, you know, they all go there, Danny DeVito and Michael Douglas all go there under the impression that they're looking for a jewel, Another stone. right? Not a guy. So it was kind of, you know, mm-hmm. different. it was different, but you know, they, they did the bait and switch on them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they're good movies. Uh, watch them, even though they're, you know, very racist, it's but nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, just go Take into it with, it with a grain the, of salt. <laughs> yeah, go into it with the trigger warning that it's a little bit racist. So yeah. just be prepared for that, especially Ever Danny so DeVito slightly. and sexist too. Mm-hmm. I mean, very much so. But anyway, still enjoyable. You know, mm-hmm. they're for the nostalgia that's there, and right. they're fun movies and cute movies and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think they're good. So yeah. we'll uh, leave it. Yeah, we'll leave it there, and we'll come back and talk to you some more later. All right, bye.